Welcome to the podcast! Yeah, it's Beck and Jazeel here, and this is some of the best bits of our show in the last 24 hours. It'll make your wildest dreams come true. Well, it's definitely some bits of the show from the last 24 hours, but we really hope you enjoy it. With the cold weather now here, uh, we're holding our third annual Heart for the Homeless Appeal right now, all throughout July. And it's estimated that over 9,000 West Australians experience homelessness every night. 13% of those are rough sleepers and they're under 12 years old. And one person who's experienced being homeless, joining me here in the studio, is Damien Watt. He's currently being supported by Uniting WA and is, in, is a Tranby Engagement Hub Beds for Change and Homeless Accommodation Support Service participant. He joins me in the studio. How are you going, Damien? Hi, not too bad, Ash. How are you? I'm going really well. Did I did I do that right? Did I? I, I believe so. Oh, yes. great. Yeah. Okay, oh, ticked all the boxes. <laughs> it's great to have you here. And you said um, just to me off air that you've done a bit of podcasting before. Like... Yeah, yeah, with uh, Kobe Greer and um, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, very exciting. Um, we'll just jump straight into the homelessness uh, topic. Uh, you yep. said to me on, off air. That's what you sort of talked about on your podcast. How long were you homeless for? Um, all up uh, fifteen years out of my forty-three years. Wow. Yeah. 15 years yeah. and, and 43. Oh, looking very good for your age. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Must be all the homelessness. <laughs> uh, how did you find yourself in, in that kind of situation? What's a bit of that story? Um, well, I grew up with a stepfather. He was he was great. You know, he was fair, um, fair but harsh. But um, we just grew apart as I got older. Um, I had a bit, bit of um, PTSD as a child, which okay. was misdiagnosed as ADD. So then okay. I was given a whole heap of tablets, which made me probably a little bit less controllable than I should have been. So when I hit 16, Dad had enough of me. He kicked me out. Um, then as I got older, I got into relationships and stuff like that. And because I hadn't deal, dealt with the trauma from my childhood, I, I was no good as a partner, no good as a parent. So that ended up becoming like arguments, police getting called out, DCP, then home's rest get involved, and then you lose your house. Um, I just wasn't in a position to be a father or a parent then because I had um, dealt with my childhood trauma which all led towards homelessness. Right. Very. And so, so what age that sort of is like 16, 17, 18 that kind of where yeah, it all um, started? Yeah. Day after my 16th birthday oh, I was wow. girls given a box of food for my 16th birthday and told I was going to need that the next day. Wow. And and speaking into that what was like your experience living on the streets was that happening here in Perth? Is yeah. It, okay. Yeah, what was um, the experience like? Oh, it wasn't too bad at first like um, oh, I was sad I was, I was like you know, as any young kid would be, you know what I mean? Like, you've just been kicked out of the home with your family and that. So I was, I was a little bit sad, but I was also... I didn't realise just how, how much of a journey it was going to be, you know what I mean? I, I thought I'd just go and continue my life, get my house and all that like everyone else would, you know? But um, having been kicked out at 16, I wasn't given the tools, like, to hold a house, to pay rent, to, to pay bills. I had, had none of that, that knowledge, if you know what I mean. So um, every time I'd move in with a partner or something like that, the, the relationships would just fall apart, you know, and... Um, yeah. And, yeah, and it's such a pivotal time of life, really. Yeah. You know, yeah, very. Um, it's where you get all your your, fu- your yeah. future begins, you know what I mean? And um, that's if, right. If, if you haven't had a great childhood, you you're definitely not set up for a great adulthood. I, I look at you today, and you speak so well. You've got all this experience. How did you How did you move on from that? Like, so how how did, you know that that was that really rough time? And and where you're at today? How did you sort of get out of that that situation? Um, well, after homelessness, I went to jail. I didn't really like jail. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's, yep. It's a lot more fun to party on the outside than it is inside. <laughs> so, um, I, after jail, I got got into work, kept working, um, got into a couple of relationships. Uh, they all fell apart. I ended up back on the street. At uh, how old was I? Just after thirty-three. Okay. And um, I just kept working through it. You know what I mean? Like kept going to work and just trying to ignore what what was happening. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, wow. Um, what do you think, like, is one of the biggest misconceptions, like, I, I, that, that we have of people that were living on streets? Like, what, 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 what do you think? I think uh, the biggest misconception is that people on the streets deserve to be there or they're there because of drugs. So a lot of people on the streets are there because of their childhood. Mm. A lot of people on the streets suffer from childhood trauma. Interesting. I, I suppose, and, and that's that's even, you know, we talk about the age of 16 there, but this is you're, you're talking way before that yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, I was dealing with trauma from the age of five, and even at the age of five I already knew that. Yeah. I already had perspective to know that the kids living in the house next door had a lot more trauma than me, if you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, wow. Which I think didn't put me in good stead for the rest of my life because I was able to always know no matter how bad my life was there's 8 billion people out there doing it a lot worse yeah you're really good Matt really yeah. good yeah, yeah you, um, you've got a great smile <laughs> thanks you, 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 things are going okay yeah yeah I've got um, my art career starting to kick off uh, I've got um, designs on candles online um, I'm feeling a lot more confident in my ability to get permanent housing yeah. I've been I haven't had to sleep rough for about two years now while I've been in um, transitional accommodation, which wow. is uh, really, really important. Like it just it helps you to get get the tools and to to get the knowledge you need to, to when you are put into a house. I don't have the fear now of losing that house in a month or a week's time, you know what I mean? Or just mm. being so scared of being in a house that you just leave it, you know what I mean? Mm. Like it just happened a few times over the years. I've, I've been staying with friends and that and just the claustrophobia of being in that house. You're not used to it. Yeah. Uh, so really life tra- life life changing is at least yeah. really life changing yeah uh, that, that is in place like United Care have really really great workers in place I was able to go in there and feel feel as if I could be vulnerable and be honest if you know what I mean and my vulnerability and my honesty wasn't going to be used against me yeah wow um, now you mentioned you're an artist yeah. you, you're starting tell me, tell me tell me a bit about that what are you doing um, I like to um, go past skip bins on building sites and stuff like yeah. that and get big big boards of plaster or big bits of wood and um, yeah. recycle them into um, beautiful pieces of art. I like to take the darkness from inside from my childhood and turn it into beauty on, on the outside. Wow. So so art really has helped you maybe... Well, how long have you been doing the art thing? Um, I, I've been drawing for about 12 years. When I, well, last year of homelessness was yeah. about eight years and I drew every night after work. And then um, when I moved into United Care, um, one of the caseworkers there saw my drawings and she asked me if I'd ever tried painting. And I was like, no. And she gave me a box of paint the next day. And it's just like... So so almost a natural ability that's just sort of been uh, there. Yeah. Untapped. Yeah. I, I remember I was six. I told my mum I wanted to be an artist. We were there with my mum and my paediatrician and they both laughed in my face. And, oh. Yeah. But now it's, it's come out, you know what I mean? So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So it really, really helped you through... Tough times as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if I'm angry or I'm upset about something, um, I'll just grab the paint and go at it. Or if I'm painting and that, like it's, it's amazing. Like uh, about a year ago, I was trying to squeeze paint out into my um, palette, and yeah. I've got it all over my shorts, and I've gone, oh, doesn't matter. But I, I remembered about five minutes later that if that happened to me at any other time in my life, I would have gone all Hulk, torn up my shorts, jumped all over the paint container, and things like that. You know, and now it's just like. <laughs> So you look back at your you, 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 you look back at your, your former self, I suppose, and go, I'm a, I'm a different person now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say a different person, but a wiser person. A wise person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you would have, as you walked into the foyer here, you would have seen all the sleeping bags and all the stuff that we've been collecting uh, yeah. as part of Heart for the Homeless. How important is that for people on on the ground? How important is the whole 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 thing it's, to do that? It's amazingly important. Just like this, the smallest thing to be given, like just just can show people that there are people out there that care. Because a lot of the time, when you're on the streets, you, you just you get to a point inside where you just feel like you don't care anymore. So why should anyone, why would anyone else care about you? And then when when someone comes up and gives you a sleeping bag or gives you a little bit of help or something like that, gives you a bit of food or whatever, it's just like 
well, like people do care. Yeah. So having the the warm clothing and the the supplies and the sleeping bags absolutely critical. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Especially like um, I, I, I challenge anyone to go out at three thirty in the morning and just see how cold it is out there at night. Well, I was driving home last night and the fog and it's cold. It, it, it must be uh, in the in the the dead of winter that we're we're experiencing sort of now and raining. Yep. Uh, it's, it's incredible. Sometimes, like you, you just you never dry. You know what I mean? Like you can go for a, like a whole fortnight if it's raining that time, and you, you, if you haven't got socks or fresh shoes to change into, then yeah, you're just you're totally saturated or damp for like till, till you can manage to dry out. Sometimes for the whole season. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So very important. People should get behind it and and donate. Yeah. Um, Damien, thank you so much for coming in today. No, that's all right. Thank you for um, listening, Ash, and to the listeners. Really, really good to hear your story. And look, if you want to be part of this campaign, it's not too late. You can find out all the details on our website. Thanks so much. Thank you. Whew, what a hoot that was. That was. Oh, I'm yeah. tired just from listening to it. Oh, I'm energised. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, if you want more from The Drive Show, just visit 98.5.com. And don't forget, you can tune in live anytime for more of this great banter.